Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Unleash Your Light podcast. I am so excited and grateful to be here sharing with you today. After a two-month unplanned hiatus and intense experience that I've been walking through that I'll share more about. I've paused. I have felt every emotion. I've experienced tons of pain and discomfort. But I want to share that in this space of intense cracking open and pausing, has also come great healing and a divine opportunity to reimagine everything. And the knowing that this story is not for me to keep, but to share and speak to your soul on your journey. And to share some messages I received to support you as you may be navigating an intense cycle of your own. I want to meet you there today and share part of my own experience and some wisdom on how you can walk through these sometimes painful cycles in your life and still come out on the other side even stronger, but more importantly, discovering even more of your divine self in the process. On this past May 6th, in the wake of a full moon and eclipse, my world seemed to explode as my husband and I were involved in a car accident together. This literal crashing together not only cracked me open, but our world in a multitude of ways. It's wild how in one split second, life as you know it can end and another begins. This was one of those moments. When I go back to that day and remember what my first thought was as I managed to get out of the car and stand on my feet, that thought was, I am alive. I am alive. And these three words have played on repeat inside of me ever since. And during a subsequent healing hiatus that I had not planned, but was in many ways forced to take, sitting alone one day, I flipped open a magazine that was sitting beside me to more words that seemed to jump out from the page this time that said, human beings have been telling stories about origins and endings since the beginning of time. My hope today as I share a part of my story is that you'll receive any of my story that may feel like medicine to your soul or that reminds you of who you are and what you are here to remember about yourself at this time. And in the story of origins and endings, deaths and rebirths is also one of the most important parts of the story. The medicine of that liminal space of the unknown, the space just after the impact. After the divorce, the breakdown, the car accident, the job ending, whatever it might be, where the medicine and the messages come in and in time, we can receive them as part of our growth, if we're willing. This stage, perhaps the most important stage, and will be most important to your own rebirth. It's often the most painful part to surrender to what is right in front of you to not know exactly how long it will take, and that intense pain of grief or physical pain or emotional pain that you can go through in this space as well. As the pain I imagine that caterpillar feels as it liquefies in the cocoon before it's time to fly out the butterfly with new colors and new wings. I know this, and I know you know this, that temptation to want to crawl back into your old skin sometimes, crawl back into that cocoon, the skin perhaps you were just sometimes forced to shed, sometimes not at your own choosing, but as you do and you stand there naked, not yet grown another skin, you can tend to feel the question, 
wait, this feels hard. I don't know this place. And I don't know if I can grow a new skin, new wings, be new. I want to share that this time in my own life, as I experienced a kind of shakeup, a death and rebirth, this time having practiced many times shedding old skins and navigating this death and rebirth cycle consciously more than once, and guiding others to do the same every single day, this time I went in eyes wide open. And it's made all the difference in coming out the other side, more alive, more me, and I'm still in the process, but I want to share with you what has made all the difference, what has been crucial to this death and rebirth and what it's allowed me to receive and to give. Because as I said, this isn't just for me. I'm here to pass it on to help even one more person remember who they are and what they're capable of. So on this particular day in May, as I felt the impact of another car smashing into ours, everything felt out of time and out of body. I heard somewhere on my left, no, 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 as if part of me was trying to reach out to stop it. And on my right, I heard just surrender. There's nothing you can do here. It was a few minutes after the car stopped spinning that I also felt the impact of the knowing that I was alive. And when I made my way out of the car and onto my feet, I looked out through my eyes and it seemed that everything had changed. The colors were brighter than I'd ever seen. The crowd of people gathered at the scene, each face, each person that approached me divine, sent there for a specific purpose on that day, at that time to deliver a specific message. It was as if everything was clearer than it had ever been although also laced with an intense, sharp pain that stung every time I took a breath. One by one, each person came with a message that I've been told to share. When I was still strapped in the car, a man with really long, dark hair, although I couldn't see his face, he reached in to try to lift me out of the car. He wanted to help, but every time he tried, it caused excruciating pain in my chest. I heard myself say to him, no, thank you, but I need to do this myself. That's when I unlatched my own seatbelt and finally slid out and onto my feet. Message, I'm capable of doing this part myself. I don't need someone to save me, but I get to stand on my own two feet. I'm free to receive support when I need to and can ask for it. I can say thank you and I can say no. Side note, I was also redoing part of my original birth script here, which I'll go into in more detail on another episode. But as a planned C-section baby, having that decision to be lifted out, taken out, and the decisions that I formed at birth around this were once again being rewired and rebirthed on another layer. My next message, messenger, the ER doctor, who, quote, happened to be driving by and stopped at the scene. He stood in front of me with the kindest, most loving eyes. They will forever be imprinted in my inner sight. He asked if I was okay, was I in pain? In the gaze of his loving inquiry, I began to cry. How, why, I said, and I, I can't breathe. He looked at me straight in the eye and said, you're gonna be okay, you are okay, you're safe. 
His eyes were filled with so much love that I felt overwhelmed at the sight of them. Please, please give us, give my husband your name and number, I gushed, so we can thank you, so we can call you and thank you later for stopping. No, he said, there is no need for that. That's not required. Just remember, you are going to be okay. Message, you are okay. I stopped because I love you and you're worthy. I'm with you. Receive me. Receive this. You do not owe me. Just receive this love and remember it. Then the EMT in the ambulance, who was by my side on the drive to the hospital, who looked me straight in the eye more than once, it felt like, to really make sure I was listening, and said very deliberately, when you get to the hospital, they might tell you that you have to take this medication or that medication, but remember, you get to say no to anything. You do not have to take anything you do not want to take. You get to say what you need and what you want. Message, you get to say what you need and want. You do not have to take in what others may say you need or must want. You do not have to base your needs and wants on what others say is all there is. You have a voice. You are a voice. And finally, the nurse in the hospital who asked me, do you have a will? And that question that sent me into a deep process inside. I do, but it's been sitting in the lawyer's office unsigned since 2020. Just never got to that. Message, what in your life has been left incomplete? What did you start at one time that you lost sight of? What is life asking you to remember, to finish, to get back to? And what is so important, it will affect your entire family in ways you do not even know. And through the subsequent x-rays, finding out my sternum was fractured, the bone directly over my heart, the immediate questions continued to form. Where are the cracks in your foundation, in your relationship? And as my husband and I, over the next weeks, processed from such a different place within ourselves, his journey happening completely differently than mine, but also as a couple, so much spilling out from this new open crack for us. This crack that was just over my heart, leaving it exposed, open, raw, like never before. And what I found there were needs still wanting to be met. And now an undeniable cracking open that left me feeling it all. What has transpired since has been a whole life shift on a massive scale. It took a massive impact to set it in motion, but I'm forever grateful that it did. I knew from the second it happened that this was not a time to go back to quote normal for normal was never in the cards and we had forgotten that along the way. What happened to wake us up was to wake us up to what is extraordinary that that was what I had left unfinished, undone. A place that I often live, a place that I was always meant to go, a place I've visited many times and many times embarked on a journey to get there. And a place that is always, always also available to you. Together, my husband and I had drifted farther and farther away from this place of extraordinary as couples do 
as humans who forget, as humans with a lot on our plate do. And we'd begun to travel back there, embarked on a journey three years ago, but had gotten off on a detour once again of life gets busy, I'll get to that someday. Sound familiar? And internally, those thoughts that would bubble up, well, I have it so good, I can't want more. To want more, that's just selfish. Who do you think you are? Or this is just how it goes. But in this happening, in this impact, I was remembering, that's not who I am. And that's not the journey I signed up for. And it's not the journey I had traveled to get here. Life was showing me my soul was so much bigger than that. And that together we had fallen into a hazy sleep, so much potential between us left unrealized, but every opportunity to create something new. And what I saw a week later as I looked at the x-rays of my chest for the first time were again more divine messages. My sternum, the shape of a sword, this sword of truth cracked open and this inner child lying just behind my heart the images jumping out at me from the screen. And the lesson, as my sternum grew back together, that sword-shaped bone that sits just over the heart became a symbol of protection, but not to guard to keep things out, but to guard to keep more in. And slash with that sword, a sword now that cut with a strong fell swoop, anything that felt like a should, or threatened to distract me again from what had been placed upon my heart and those messages delivered. And the other shape, clear as day, that I saw on the screen that day, there lay what looked like a small child curled up inside my heart. Message, she, our inner little one, is always there, lying just beneath our heart, asking to be met with devotion and with tenderness and with love. Our job, your job, is to see her, to listen, to give her that which she needs most. And until we do, you will continue to walk around hiding, walling up, and responding to hurts from misconceptions you may have made even at birth or earlier, and reacting to others from this place. So I share this experience of my own inner and outer journey to pass on the learning. And remember, no matter how much healing and growing you've experienced in your life, there is always more. We are never done. But take heart. This doesn't mean there's always more to do from an energy of fix. But there's always more of you to reveal. I hope this brings relief that you can let go of any expectation that life will ever be smooth all the time or pain-free or even that that should be some kind of goal. But remember that you too can meet life impacts, the deaths and the in-between space and the rebirth more consciously than ever before. And so I want you to know there's no perfect way to show up when you're hurt. There's not a more, quote, evolved way. But the more you consciously choose to move through your hurts and pains in this life, feeling the emotions that come up, gleaning wisdom from each one, you will add this wisdom to use for the next time. As life on earth as a human, you can know there will be struggle in some form. This is how we grow.
but it's also how that next layer of you gets to be revealed. And just as I took that deep breath that I took in as I slid out of the car and it brought searing pain, it also brought with it the knowing that I was still alive. And what I know to be true is when we let go of the misconception that conflict is bad or quote wrong, and we allow ourselves to live more in the question than the expectation, we stand to enter into a vast world of divine possibility. And that is a place we must get to if we are to reimagine everything and go through this cycle of death and rebirth so your soul can reveal itself and express itself in the world. That's your greatest contribution to everyone, to yourself, to those who love you, and to anyone that you touch. To meet yourself in this place between, between death and rebirth in order for you to heal and remember. So a few things that you can really lean into and practice as you may be experiencing one of these cycles. There are a few really important pieces I want to bring forward here. And that first one is to allow yourself to feel. Allow yourself to feel it all. Don't bypass. When your life is cracked open, it's not the time to bypass or try to get back to quote normal. Bypassing is toxic and it will prevent your healing. It will delay your rebirth. And by bypassing, you know, bypassing is something we've been deeply conditioned to do. So here's what you can do instead so that you can help your body and your soul heal and heal at the core. Just start to lovingly notice if you're tempted to smile when you really want to scream, or if you keep saying you're fine when you really want to cry, or if you can't even muster up the tears because you're so over busy. Because this is a time for you to be with what is. And if you've been cracked open and it hurts, please let yourself feel it. Because what you allow yourself to feel, you will allow yourself to heal. The second thing is to pay attention. To pay attention. This is the time to practice being in the question. To practice seeing everything as a divine message trying to make its way through to you, even your emotions that hold such deep wisdom for you. So record them. They can come through dreams. They can come through people. They can come in so many ways. But the point I really want to drive home here is to just pay attention, practice seeing everything as a divine message for you. The third thing is to really let your heart lead, not your mind. So I will share with you that even during a hiatus, I had a dialogue going on between my head and my heart. And my head, because our minds are wired to keep us safe, to keep us going in many ways. It has a positive intention. But in many ways, our mind just wants us to get back to what we know. It wants us to get back to what's comfortable. And oftentimes, whatever we've just been through has been massively uncomfortable. And the space between the rebirth is massively uncomfortable. We don't like to not know what's about to happen. We don't like to not know what we're supposed to be doing. But this is the time to practice letting your heart lead. And in this time, your heart might tell you, I need more rest. I I need to turn it off. I I need to call a friend. I need support. I'm not ready yet. 
And this takes intense listening and it takes great courage to respond, to give yourself what you need and not force yourself to go back to regular scheduled programming, as I say. The mind will always tell you or have questions that sound like, um, haven't you taken long enough? Or are you allowed to have this much? And so lovingly notice that mind coming in and you can speak to it and say, I hear you and I'm listening and I'm going to go with what my heart's telling me, what my body is telling me at this time. And that leads to the next thing, which is to listen. This is an intense time that is inviting you to listen like never before. So it can be tempting when we've gone through something hard for a time to block everything else out, numb, stay busy, um, whatever we can to not be and listen and feel. But if you can remember that this is the time to listen. In fact, for me, I literally had to turn off everything else, every podcast, every class, everything, even the things that I find amazingly supportive in my life. I was told, turn it all off so you can hear me. And that was to keep me connected to my body and my spirit and my soul and to all the divine messages that were making their way to me. So I know that this is possible for you and it's not easy, but it is so doable. And the fifth thing is, is meet yourself with this fierce protector love of your own inner mother. He's there inside to be that protector of your heart, to slash any shoulds or have tos and protect what's most important for you in this time. No one else is going to do that for you. So it's a chance to really meet yourself and remother yourself. It's a chance to not keep people out, but to hold more of what you need in and to meet your own inner child who desperately needs to be met with love and tenderness, not judgment or shame. And this is the time to attune to both. And as I wrap up, perhaps the messages that I shared here are not just for me. They're here for all of us. So if you choose, receive them. Receive what you need in this moment. The remembering that you are not helpless, that able to help yourself, that you're worthy to receive massive amounts of love, that you have a voice and a choice always, that you can be honest about what you truly desire and you can look at the things in your life perhaps that are unfinished, undone, and know that those things could be the very things that are the most important for you to lean into, to focus your energy on. And these could be the things that will affect your life and the lives of everyone around you in the most impactful ways. So if you're going through a death and rebirth cycle, which so many of us are right now, I'm going to leave you with some illuminating questions so you too can receive any divine messages that may be trying to make their way to you now. I invite you to pause this podcast, grab your journal and pen, and take a moment to close your eyes and drop in with a few deep breaths. And you can come back to this later. You can go back to the show notes. I'm going to post these questions in the show notes as well. 
I'm also going to read them out right now so you have them so you can follow along when you're ready. So the first one is what feels like it's ready to die in my life? An old identity, an old habit, a relationship. What is showing me or telling me this is ready to die? In what way am I delaying or resisting this death? How is holding on to this thing costing me in my life? Is there something in my life that still has life left in it and it's showing me it needs to be nurtured to grow to its full potential? Is there a part of me being called to wake up? What is that part of me? What signs or impacts have occurred in my life that I sense have an important message for me right now? What is that message? Am I willing to surrender what was in order to receive what wants to be? Where am I being asked to trust more? Am I willing to surrender control and trust all will be revealed in divine timing? Is there support I'm being called to reach out and ask for in my death and rebirth cycle? Will I ask for that support? What am I willing to remember about this cycle of death and rebirth in my life? Okay, I hope those were helpful. And again, you can always pause after each one if you need to, or go back and look in the show notes for these questions. If you need or desire further support as you navigate this cycle in your life, you are in a sacred space of evolution. You are so needed in this world. So go check out the links in the show notes to connect more with me reach out listen to the divine messages coming through for you and know that they are there so more of your soul can be revealed you are so loved see you on the next episode thanks for listening to this week's episode you can also find me at lauraleelife.com where you can sign up for my monthly love letter or follow me on instagram at life with laura lee for new updates or to grab my free gift that I created for you, creating a spiritual practice that connects you to your soul. If you love this episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. I also wanna thank you in advance for downloading your favorite episode and sharing it with a friend. This is how we can grow together and continue to go into the dark to unleash your light and spread more of that light into the world.